In St. Paul, we find a good model of evangelization. Our spiritual life, our prayer life, cannot be separated from our apostolic zeal. Eh? If our prayer life is genuine and authentic, we will be people with a big zeal for souls. We will be willing to bring people to Christ. And again, in St. Paul, we find this amazing model that we can imitate. And I would like to share just a couple of things with you today. The first one is, when it comes to evangelization, we are transmitting to others something that is not ours. We are transmitting, transmitting to others the good news of the gospel, the same word of God, Christ. And that doesn't belong to us. Huh? We have received Christ and we transmit to others Christ. St. Paul says, quote, For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. End of quote. Again, it is not that I'm transmitting something that is mine. It is Christ's. It is Christ's message. It is Christ himself. Huh? So if I want to be a good evangelizer, I need to have Christ himself in my heart. Eh? That's the secret of any sort of ev kind of evangelization. Every activity of evangelization has to stem from this sharing with Christ because we have Christ. And here is a quote of a good friend of mine, Joel Isaiah McIntyre, who says in his book, The Ultimate Compass, quote, No one gives what they do not have. Whoever intends to lead others to Jesus Christ must have Christ deep within himself. End of quote. So first, our interior life. First, our love for Christ in everything we do. And then we can go and evangelize. Also, there is a very interesting quote in one of the letters of St. Paul. And he says at a certain point, besides everything else, I face daily the pressure of my concern for all the churches. End of quote. Paul says that after explaining all the trials and sufferings he has suffered for the cause of evangelization. And, you know, it's not only that he had a lot of physical suffering, but also the concern for all the churches. And we can assume that Paul was not only concerned for the churches, right? But also, he would be praying for all of them. Eh? At a certain point in, a, in our evangelization activities, the most important thing we can do, and the best one, the, and the most fruitful one, is that one, is to pray for people. Eh? So it is important to always to keep in mind the importance of the prayer of intercession. Eh? It is when we pray for people that the Lord takes care of them. The souls are not ours. The Lord is the owner, if you like, of the souls, because he has created us, right? We are just instruments. So as instruments, we need to be very in touch with Christ so that we can bring him to others. And that happens, you know, in prayer, when we intercede for people. And here is a, an interesting thing about this prayer of intercession. Knowing of our deep personal misery, that we are only sinners seeking to help other sinners, will be the most clear sign that we are on the right track as formative agents. We are not, nor will we ever be, people up to the task of helping people to grow in their spiritual life. Only God can, only God is enough. If he has wanted to lean on us as instruments, we can only lean on him, trust him, show others the same sentiments of God. 
That's our security and the only way to carry out our mission. That is why the first obligatory question is to know how and how much I pray for people. And what a difference praying out of devotion than our, our necessity. If I want to help others in their spiritual life, then I pray not because it is good or advisable. Rather, I pray because I need to pray. Let us put it this way. A formative agent in evangelization prays because he wants to make happy those he is praying for. A formative agent prays because he knows that without God he can do nothing. A formative agent prays because he knows that he needs to be very close to God in order to be able to help others to draw closer to God. That is what praying out of necessity means, and that is probably the only prayer that makes it possible to help other people in their encounter with God. It turns out that a formative agent who does not pray makes mistakes easily. Plus, it is quite easy for a non-prayerful formative agent not to endure the pace that helping young people especially requires. A formative agent, it is worth insisting on this, is not a salesperson for God who sells a product with more or less success. The job is about Showing the face of God, the heart of God, the feelings of God, and the selfless love of God for those people he intends to help. That is why this task of being a good formative agent, for young people especially, it's not easy at all. And whoever does not truly pray, whoever does not try to carry God deep within himself, will not stand the logical wear and tear of a well-done spiritual direction. He will not be capable of being supernatural. He, if no, he will not be capable of transmitting in his words and in his gaze the need he has that young teenager to understand himself and to understand God. That is why the first thing is to be a person who prays, a person that is very close to God, a person that leads to God, a person that lets himself be guided by the Holy Spirit, a person, in short, that seeks to help others because he knows that it is God who helps, and a person who tries not to spoil and not hinder God's acting in people. Not hindering will also mean fighting to acquire the necessary knowledge and the correct attitude that promotes a good understanding with the, peoples, with the people he is trying to help. When we are working with young people, for instance, we are working with specific people, flesh and blood, with mixed feelings, who navigate very diverse situations and who follow a way of thinking which matches their age. Hence, God also counts on us to create that climate which facilitates personal growth for young people. Feeling and knowing ourselves to be instruments does not excuse us from putting all the means that facilitate the action of grace in them. What is more, God usually has these means and asks us not only to know them, but to put them into practice. Not only do you have to want to be a good formative agent for the Christian life of those you are trying to help, but you also have to be so and appear to be so. That's definitely important. And that happens when we start by being ourselves people very close to Christ. That starts in our personal prayer life. So I hope that this was helpful. See you in the next episode.